Money, 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 money. Today I'm going to teach you how to, um, how, oh my goodness. Today I'm going to teach you how to process the payment when you finally, or when your client finally gets paid on a claim. Are you ready? In three, two, one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to the Commercial Claim Show. My name is Vince Perry, your host, licensed and certified public adjuster in Florida, Texas, North Carolina, and California. Today, I'm here to educate you, the Commercial Claim Show, where it all started on what you need to know, the ins and outs of the insurance claim game, and how to be successful throughout the life of a claim. Again, my name is Vince Perry. You can find us on www.commercialclaimsadvocate.com where you can find out about all of our stuff. Before I tell you that, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell because we've got something new every single Wednesday. It's called Content Wednesday. We have a new video every Wednesday, no matter what. That's like number one priority. No matter what, new video. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on LinkedIn. And of course, www.commercialclaimsadvocate.com is where you can find all the information of everything that we have. We've got mentorship and coaching. We've got an uh, Advocates United uh, inner circle group that we have. Uh, we've got meetups that we do all over the country. We've got uh, live Zoom video courses. To come, we've got online courses that you could download. We've got this book that you could purchase as well. All kinds of stuff that we've got. If you go on the website, you could take a look at it, become a part of our group, become a part of our Facebook group, our crew, and just be successful as a public adjuster. So payment guys, payment, how do we get paid? Now there's different ways that you can do this. Really there's two ways that you can do this and there's other ways that other people do. So I'm just going to sort of go off the cuff here and I'm going to tell you how we do it and it's old school and I'm going to tell you some other public adjusting firms do it a little bit more new school, a little bit more complicated and just some of the ins and outs of how to do it. So first things first is you have to make sure once you get that contract signed by your client and you submit it to the insurance company, make sure that you provide the insurance company with a W-9. Okay, the W-9 for your company is basically going to give them the information they need that you actually are a legitimate public adjusting firm and a legitimate company. And with that W-9, guess what that means? That means they're going to make a payment and they're going to put your name on the check. The insurance company must put your name on the check. Time to time, does it happen so often that they don't put your name on the check? It happens, but it shouldn't happen. And if it does happen, make sure you inform the insurance company that they have to do that. I don't think it's a law or anything like that, but they got to put your name on the check. You have a contract with the client, you have a W-9, you provide it, they need to put your company name on the check, whether it's your company or the company that you work for. It's got to be on the check because frankly, it's our only leverage, okay? Uh, we do have a policy here, so so let me get to that. Um, as soon as the, uh, the claim gets paid, undisputed payment or whatever check comes in in regards to the claim, it should be sent to your office as well. The reason why I think it's better to get sent to your office is because if it gets sent to the insured, to their home, now you're going to have to go over there, pick it up, then you're going to have to get it endorsed, you're going to have to go through all that stuff. Um, the way we handle it, it's much easier, it's much more expedites the process when the check gets sent directly to the office. Once it gets sent to the office, we inform the insured, there's a check in the office, uh, here's our invoice, we send them an invoice same day, say here's the invoice, we need you to write us a check first before I decide to give you this check with my endorsement. If you give an endorsed check 
to the client without you having received your payment first, then you got nothing. If they decide to not pay you and you've already provided them with the endorsed check, just understand they're still supposed to pay you, but it's going to be a headache. Now, sometimes a client is like, well, how am I going to write you a check if I don't have the money yet? That's fine. What we tell them is that go ahead, send us a check and we're not going to deposit that check until you're able to deposit yours. It is a courtesy. Technically, we don't have to do that. And there's going to be uh, experienced public adjusters possibly watching the show that might disagree with me because technically our services for that check is complete. Our baby disputes and there may be more money that we get, but technically for that check, it is complete. We should be able to get paid and deposit it just like that. But here with our company at Elite Resolutions, we allow the insured, especially with the larger ones, to deposit their, deposit their insurance check before we deposit their check. So I have personal checks sitting here, okay, that are waiting uh, for, the, uh, for the okay from the insured to go ahead and deposit it because we wait for them. Maybe we shouldn't, but we do. So we get the check in the mail. We inform the insured that the check is here. We send them an invoice of how much they owe us, and then they have to send us a check. If it's local, we can go pick it up. One of the public adjusters could go pick up the check, and then as soon as they pick it up, they give you the endorsed check. Um, here, because we have claims all over the state and in Texas as well, um, if it's not local, then we say, okay, please mail the check to our office. As soon as we receive that check, we are going to mail you your check. Uh, sometimes we next day it, so they have it immediately. Um, so as soon as we send in the invoice, for me and the owner of the company, I go, I get the check endorsed by the bank. I strongly recommend that you get a signature guarantee, okay? Uh, if you're not the owner of your company, it's really no, you don't need to know, but if you have plans on doing that, then you should know. If you go to your bank, you can get uh, a stamp on your uh, on the check that basically is a signature guarantee that guarantees that you have an account with your bank and that you are you have a good status with them and it's, it's signed by a bank manager and it really authorizes that endorsement. It's your endorsement, it's a manager's endorsement and it's a stamp that says the bank name. A lot of times the mortgage company may require it. Sometimes the um, insureds, the policyholders bank may require it. Sometimes they don't, but I suggest that every single check that comes in, get an endorsement guarantee from your bank. So I have to take the check from the insurance company that came in and I have to go to my bank because my company name is on it and I get a signature guarantee with a signature just like that. So as soon as I do that, I'm waiting for the check to come in. If it's local, as soon as I do that, we set up a time, I go to the client's house, I get my personal check for my fee, and I give them their check, and then they do what they have to do. And then that's it. That's it. We have it. We follow up with them. Usually it's some communication. A lot of times they're able to deposit it within the next 48 hours, and then we go ahead and deposit our fee. And for that check, our fee is paid, and we are good to go. They have an invoice. Uh, a lot of times the insured is going to have to provide a adjuster's worksheet, which is whatever the estimate that the insurance company put together, they will have to provide that to the mortgage company. So I would suggest that you send them that in, if in case they don't have it so that they could have no problems. And then that's it. They have to deal with the mortgage company and deal with that. Questions about the mortgage company. Every mortgage company is different. Every mortgage company has different policies and procedures and stuff. But for the most part, um, most a lot of times they could just mail the check to the mortgage company. They will endorse it as long as they have the, as long as the mortgage company has the, um, what do you call it? The adjuster's worksheet that should be enough for them to endorse it and send it back. If the mortgage company is local, it's even better. They can go provide them with the documentation. Uh, they endorse it, they send it back and then the client goes to their bank and they deposit it. 
But sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes they, the, uh, the mortgage company will require that a contractor be hired, that an intent to repair be signed, that um, a W-9 is provided by a contractor. They want to see that the repairs are actually going to be done. You can't blame them. So what they'll do is as soon as they have all this documentation to show that they're actually going to start the work, they will release a third of that check. So you have to, as, a, as the homeowner, they have to send the check to the mortgage company. The mortgage company will hold on until they get that documentation. Once they receive that documentation, they will release a third of the check. Once repairs start, you show them proof of repairs have started, they will release the next third. Once the repairs are completed, you tell them, hey, my repairs are completed. The mortgage company will then send someone to inspect that the damage has been repaired. That's all true, guys. So if you don't know about this, get ready. Again, it's not always this complicated. That is worst case scenario. Um... So they will send an inspector. Once they see that the repairs are completed, they release the final third of the check. Sometimes they release it in two halves, you know, 50% up front and then 50%. Because the idea is you, this check is to do repairs. We want to make sure that you are doing the repairs. We are going to release it in thirds so that you can pay your contractor the way a contractor normally receives payments. They receive a third and the second third and then the final third upon completion. And that's what it is. So the mortgage company will send somebody to inspect. And that's it. So sometimes it can take 48 hours for the client to deposit the check. Sometimes it can take a month, two months, okay? Uh, as long as some, so the mortgage company, by the way, if you have a massive claim where it's like marble flooring throughout the whole house, most of the time what the mortgage company really wants to see, as opposed to all of the repairs being done, they really just want to make sure that the damage that has officially been caused as far as, so if it's continuous floor, they want to make sure that that part of the floor that was damaged is repaired. That part of the kitchen cabinet, cabinet that was had water damage is repaired. That part of the roof is repaired, preferably the whole thing, but they want to make sure that the cause of loss, the damage that occurred is repaired. So um, make sure that's, I mean, make sure something is done. Okay, I know it's weird. I'm talking about this on YouTube, so excuse me. I don't want to get arrested, but there are clients that don't actually do the repairs, unfortunately. Just make sure your client does the freaking repairs. So that's basically the process, right? Now, the other thing that you can do, a lot of other insur a lot of other public adjusting firms, is sometimes what they do is, uh, I know a couple, they take over the mortgage company process. So they have a document that they sent to the client that said that authorizes the public adjusting firm to communicate on their behalf with the mortgage company. And then it'll be the public adjuster that will go to the house, get it endorsed from the client, okay? They will endorse themselves. They'll contact the mortgage company. What do you guys need? Get the contractors. They'll, they'll tell the, uh, the insured. Basically, you're handling the mortgage process like you handle the insurance claim. You tell the client, we need a contractor. We need you to sign this documentation, blah, 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 blah. You submit it to the mortgage company, and then you deal with the mortgage company directly. The benefit to that is that if you do enough of them, you're going to build relationships just like you build relationships with the insurance company. You're going to build relationships with the mortgage companies as well. And hopefully, the idea is that the process is a lot less strenuous when you've done a lot of them and you got and you know as the firm the process that it is. Once you are able to get that check endorsed, either you could take the check to the client and you could have them just give you your check and everything is all good. Or there are some firms that I believe they, and I don't do this, you have a separate account like a trust fund, like a trust account where you hold the money and then you release them a check for their 80% or 90% or whatever it is that was you know left over after your fee. So that's another way. You take the check endorsed by the client, you deposit it into your bank, and then you deposit them and you uh, write them a check the difference. 
you get paid faster, right? That's the idea. You don't have to hold on to a personal check. You don't have to worry about a check bouncing, stuff like that. That's why they do it. Uh, obviously, if you're a client, you're a policyholder, you're going to be afraid probably to release a check like that. But, you know, it is another option. We're not there to screw people. So every company that I know that does that is very honest and reputable. And obviously, they're not going to run away with the money. So that is another way. You deposit into your bank account and give them a check for the 80 90%. The downside, I would say, to handling the mortgage price process, it's a lot of work, okay? And if you're just still charging your fee, that's more work. It's an idea we're thinking about incorporating into our business, but it's somebody that I would have to hire full-time just to do that. Maybe two people full-time because it's a lot of work dealing with the mortgage company, going back and forth with them, getting the check signed by the client, sending the check, receiving the check, getting the contractors out, like all that stuff, sending all that documentation everything. It could be a lot of work, so be careful if you decide to do that. The old school way is my way, okay? If you guys want to do that, it's much easier. Just the one thing that I will tell you, no matter what, is never, ever give a client a check without, with your endorsement without receiving your fee first. And I always ask the client if they would prefer, if they would like to Venmo our fee or Zelle our fee or pay it through PayPal or whatever it is. Because if it's not as much, if they could already afford it, that they'll pay as soon as we receive our payment, we will next day their endorsed check. So that was just the number one rule is don't release, don't give a check to a client, an endorsed check to a client without having your fee already. And that's it. That's how the payment process goes in an insurance claim. That goes for the first check, the second check, third check, whatever checks that come in. If your company name is on it, which it better be, uh, we hold on to it till we receive our fee. Then we endorse it, signature bank guarantee, and we send it to the client. That's it. I mean, I took 13 minutes, basically, and that was the whole video right there. That's how we do it. That's how I would recommend you doing it. You could do the trust account. You could handle the mortgage process if you'd like as well. You know, just make sure if you handle the mortgage process, you're going to have to get a document signed that allows you to uh, communicate with the mortgage company. And that's it. That's how it goes. So that is the payment process. I get that question all the time. How do you handle the payments? How do you handle the payments? That's how we handle it. That's how we handle it at Elite Resolutions. So that was our video for this week, the payment process. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and, uh, and Facebook. Make sure that you subscribe, okay, because there'll be another show and there'll be another video next week. Subscribe and hit the bell icon. Make sure that you go on the website and you put your email address because you're going to get a free ebook. Not this one in particular, but a free ebook about 25, 30 pages of valuable information that you're going to need to be successful in this career. So go on the website www.commercialclaimsadvocate.com put in your email and get that free ebook and take a look at the events take a look at the video, live video courses when our next one will be and stay tuned we're going to be selling this book we're going to be having online courses all kinds of stuff for you guys to better your career and become amazing public adjusters and that's it that's all I got alright guys see you later peace out peace out